<laughs> Hi. So, we're back. We had a severe technical issue, and Dre also had therapy, and now he's back. And so, this we're just going to get a little bit of insight. How are you? I'm good. It wasn't really an intense session. I just had a lot to think about. We talked about the pillars of self esteem, a lot of it was based around um, success. Um, being a workaholic, um, that is very much who I am, mm -hmm. um, based in a lot of accolades. Uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to like, you know, figure out, it's like, so basically I just asked like, how do you work on your self-esteem outside of external things? And they were mm -hmm. like, uh, my biggest way that I have a lot of self-esteem is through failure. And I asked why, and they were like, well, every time I fail, I talk to my friends and they still want to be around me. And I'm like, damn, you still want to be around me, even though I feel like a piece of shit. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, damn, okay. That's like totally not how I feel self-esteem. I just try to trick my brain into it by saying affirmations every day and hope that one day I'll believe it. Um, and they were just like, so how's that working out for you? And I was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, basically I'm just, so what they're cool. saying, what they said, what they said is, is your specific self-esteem is rooted in uh, external validation from your friend groups. Uh, yeah. And, and, and is, my, my external things like, yeah, like ballroom or my looks or like career, career or income or whatever. And da -da 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 -da. And is that a, but well, you know, they're obviously will say, they won't say it's a good thing or a bad thing, but what is, what are you working towards? What was the, what was the actualization? And then what are you, is there something you got to change from that? Is there a challenge to change something? Yeah. Basically I have to slow down and feel how I feel in my body before I burn out because I'm always trying to, like I said before, survive my own ambition, but it's also like, why am I working this hard? Why do I have right. financial anxiety? Um, why do I have all this thing basically around money? Ooh, good segue. I have all this thing Ooh. about like um, making sure I'm okay and making sure I always have money coming in. And it's always like a thing that's on my brain, which I'm sure it's on everyone's brain in this fucking economy and inflation and living in Canada. Um yeah. And it almost becomes like a neuroses and something, a measure in which I measure my own worth, I guess. And I think mm -hmm. money has a lot of input in how people feel about themselves. So, yeah. So yeah. I work myself to the bone and burn out instead of give. But your bank account be fat. So happiness. <laughs> Just like normal. Stable. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is in is objective, yes. right? Um, yeah, I feel that. You know, it's so interesting when I think about my. Um, I always had a desire to be like the stay at home mom, and why is that? you know? And I don't know. I don't get. It. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Because as long as I could remember, I wanted to do, I always wanted to do something in arts. Like I really love, like, you know, whether it was 
music or I wanted to be a teacher. I also really wanted, um, I wanted to like have like my own like jazz bar, like jazz restaurant, like, cause I loved like live music. Anyways, I had this idea and then, but I don't know if this was like just the indoctrination of like how we were raised that, or just, I knew I wanted to have kids and if I was going to have kids, I wanted to stay at home with them. That was just something that I was very clear about as clear as, you know, once I decided that I was done having children, like I would get my boobs done because (laughs) they would be like, I, it was just like, yeah, maybe it goes back to like when that kid bullied me and called me flat chested. Maybe it's like, (laughs) yeah, but I did get a great pair of tits out of it. So that's okay. So thank you for your bullying. Um, anyways, <laughs> what <up? laughs> anyways, what I didn't my experience after being um, in after being in uh, my marriage and being lucky enough to be able to stay at home uh, was this like deep seated insecurity and like really low sense of self-worth and self-esteem because I didn't earn any income. All I was doing was spending money without actually bringing in any income. And yes, of course, like the, you know, my role in the home, like I kept the home going, I was raising our kids. Like there was never a moment that my husband ever had to worry about um, childcare meals, Cleaning, you know, whatever, all of that, all of it. Right. And, um, and that was a gift to him as well. However, like what ended up happening to me was like, oh my God, I, and it wasn't even necessarily that like I went out and did anything about it because I still wanted to be at home. And then when I did start my, um, start my network marketing business, like with beauty counter, and I started to make an income that was like, holy crap. Like I will never forget the day when he said to me, he's like, Hey, if you need me to like, you know, adjust my day or come home so I can be with the kids and you can go out and like, whether you have a pop-up or you need to meet with somebody or whatever, he's like, just let me know. Because he started to see not only that there was income coming in, uh, but there was also like a new, like a renewed sense of self, I think. And like a confidence that was, you know, coming out of and, and so that was like, that was insane for me. And so I believed, like, I think I ch- had a change of heart or a change of mind in the sense that I was like, now nah, women don't, women don't need to be like a primary parent, like the primary caregiver doesn't need to have an income, but I absolutely disagree. Yeah. Like y- you need to have an income because like you, you start thinking back to like our our grandmothers or like women that we were raised with and like, you know, or any really like housewife, it's like they were hiding money under their fucking mattress. Like any, anything they could get their hands on that was extra. They're hiding that shit under the mattress. They're hiding it, you know, wherever, because that was their only sense of like independence. And it's, it's, I think in terms of just being female in this world, like I really truly believe that women should always make their own money um, because it just, it gets you, um, well, one, it's safety. 
and it gets you out of situations that if you don't have money, then you're fucked and you are, you might just have to be sort of like enslaved by someone um, who is not nice to you. Um, but on mm-hmm. top of it, it has a lot to do with control um, and how someone could have power over you if they're paying for all your bills and there's like a huge amount of undertones that just come with that type of um, prescription or relationship model. And while that's okay um, for some, I think fundamentally there is a power differentiation um, and there's nothing you can really do about it where I would have a really hard time even if my partner made tons and tons and tons of money and was just like, baby, you don't have to work anymore. I'd be like, absolutely not. Um, just out of an ego mm-hmm. thing for me, um, I would be like, I will never be like your trophy bitch. You know what I mean? And if my mm-hmm. only job is to look pretty, like that's not enough for me. Um, and I hope to God mm-hmm. that's not enough for you as a partner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in some point it's, it's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's, it's self-esteem and then it's also ego and it's also good to have drive. And then it's like, I'm burnt out. So I feel like, at least where I'm at with money is like, I'm always oscillating between my drive and also like, um, taking care of myself. Um, and sometimes one outdoes the other, you know what I mean? So it's a really, really complicated topic, but it just, you can't, you can't help that it builds up your self-esteem. You really can't. No, because I mean, consider what it's done for men and the power that it's given them and the systems that have now been created because of men, the, the you know, because of falling that. because women are making money. And now you have mm-hmm. all these men who are in shambles, putting out their own <laughs> stupid dumbass podcasts and being like, where are the feminine women? Alpha yeah, male. Alpha yeah. male. Oh, I'm Joe Rogan. First of all, <laughs> suck my dick and choke on it. Um, <laughs> second of all, how does it feel? Like, if your only thing, if your only power over us was money, like, you know, mm-hmm. how does it feel? I just, I just think it's insane. Like, oh, the, the feminization of men, blah, 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 blah. I was like, it's not that. What it really comes down to is that women are making as much money, if not more money than you. And now that they're mm-hmm. like, we're not trapped in that way. We actually have choice and no one is yeah. choosing them. I don't know if you've seen the statistics on mm-hmm. like dating, but there's like a, basically a statistic statistical dating crisis for men right now. And I think a lot of it has to do with how successful women are, but they don't. Yeah. Oh, the, the standards mm-hmm. are just like, are the women's standards have gone up way more because one, we are finally, you know, with the, I, and I think this is exactly what you're saying. And, you know, our, um, like stepping into our power comes, it is, you're right. Like you can't deny that it, that, financial stability has something to do with it because now that I make my own money, now that I'm not, I don't have this power imbalance now that, you know, now I can choose who I want to spend my time with. Now I can be more discerning when I decide to go on, not I, but you know, as I as an all woman, choose a partner for a mm-hmm. first date, you know, because I, I got my mm-hmm. own. I need you to like, I need to, so now the bare minimum is not mm-hmm. enough the bare minimum of, okay, does he have a good job? And if he's I hope so. Yeah. Like bare minimum, take care of your shit. Do you, are you like health focused? Like, are you like 
and health, like total holistically. Are you healthy minded? Are you healthy in your body? Are you healthy in your heart? Like, you know what I mean? I get to ask those questions now. And that is the expectation of bare minimum. You know, there's, yeah. I, so I, I have not seen the stats, but I believe yeah. it. I believe yeah, it. Yeah. There's like a mm-hmm. growing stats of just like single lonely men. I was like, yeah, cause you're social idiots. And and yeah. just like the thing that you think that you bring to the table is now the bare minimum. Yes, you should be able to afford mm-hmm. to date, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even the last few months of dating myself um, and like being so clear in what I wanted, like I wrote a, basically a three-page list, like things you must have, things you cannot have things that would mm-hmm. be nice, <laughs> you know, you don't mm-hmm. have to have a, well, it would be nice, <laughs> but I like it. You know? yeah. um, and it just made things so much easier because my top three is, it wasn't even being rich. It was your, you have financial sense, right? As yeah. in, if you have 50 bucks in the, in your bank account, you're not going to the club. It means you're not mm-hmm. spending your every last penny. It means you have investments. It means you have savings. It means you know how to money manage. It means that you will take the financial lead with me every now and then, just because I've played that role with most of my partners. Like, but like the two big things, again, I guess it's a power struggle and couple of them is what you fight about is money and sex. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> no, more like, mm, yep. Yep. Check. Yes. Check. <clears throat> Is this yeah. thing on? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Throat goes. Hey. Okay. <laughs> that was that was my uncomfortable goat. That was actually the best <laughs> goat you've had. Oh, maybe I need to get more uh, unstable. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, yeah. That is it. That is ma- that is actually marriage and coupledom in a nutshell. Yeah. That when it comes to fighting, yeah. yeah. Hands down. And choosing where to go and what to eat. Oh, oh really? <laughs> no, but it's my instance. What about, well, I would say, oh, I wonder what number three would be. Probably lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Like, like if there's a get, probably, yeah. Like, are you, are you somebody that, you know, how do you, yeah, how do you live your life? What is so that? I wanted what to Google that? it, but I'm not going to touch any more technology things. Because Can you please terrified. not? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would say that's probably the top three. What is going on? The third being lifestyle. Yeah. Please let me help you. But I will say last year, winter time, I decided to read Mm -hmm. like four books on finance, just on the principles of building wealth, because I was just interested. And it's really fucking cool. It's really, really fucking Mm -hmm. cool. Um, yeah, I think that's my little Scorpio dark side is like, I have a, yeah, like I have this thing with power so I love reading about like like Robert Greene books you know like um mm-hmm. the art of seduction um the 48 laws of power um just like things like that where I find sometimes dark psychology very interesting especially in yeah sex and money because I don't think there's that much difference to them um mm-hmm. but yeah huge 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 turn on for me is like financial sense and just when someone understands the concept of money because i'm while i'm not good Mm -hmm. with like numbers and like rois and whatever and you know s p index and invest in this and i'm just like what um you want me to invest in pfizer i hate those guys (laughs) uh 
just stuff like that. But if you give me concepts, I can understand things that are principle based. So mm-hmm. building wealth, the best, the best concept I have was make more, spend less. I was like, easy. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, passive streams of income. I was like, Oh, amazing. Love that. Um, actually a huge one, almost a number. I don't remember what number it was on the list. Um, but it says one was, um, picking a partner can make you financially or break you financially. So choose your partner wisely. And I was like, don't talk, don't talk to Craig. <laughs> you know, you've done wonderful financially. Yeah. And having a few hiccups doesn't mean that. It just means you're learning a lesson. But it doesn't. Okay, guys. So let me just say that I'm in a hiccup phase, okay? And that's fine. We're in a hiccup phase. And the hiccup, it's, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to last a little bit. But that's okay. Um, it's just, fuck. It really, there really was this, like, moment for me last week when I, you know, I was like, oh, God, fuck. You know, I was telling Craig, I was like, this is what's going on and God damn it. And then there was this moment of me for me that was like, holy shit. I have, I'm so thankful to have a very supportive, you know, partner. And he's like, who gives a shit? Like, we're going to get out of this. No problem. Which is like, that's, that is like, that is a one status right there, you know? And that is the type of man that you're like. Mm, and that is why I yeah. chose you and, and fucking, you know, yeah, it's tough, it's so. tough, but, um, these things happen and like, you can't always be mm-hmm. go, go, go and a win and blah, 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 blah. And those mm-hmm. moments are just like a huge reality check where you're like, wow, I really have to sit in this one, fix the fucking actual issue, Problem. the objective issue. Mm-hmm. And two, Mm-hmm. I have to deal with how this comes up and how what this brings up in me because obviously this thing is attached to a lot of shit inside of me and mm-hmm. um, it is a pillar of self-worth and goddamn, I wish I could just have my self-worth installed like the program on my computer that won't fucking run. <laughs> but... Um, you are your computer right now. You are my computer, actually. <laughs> Actually, that's yeah. also true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. It's getting better. Did that. Yeah, that was that was good. That's interesting. <laughs> I was actually like sending Dre um, voice notes that she could not hear for some reason, but like I just kept sending her these random like <laughs> like me practicing my fucking goats. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I remember coming back to Vancouver, and I would just see how you and mom and dad la- like lived versus how I lived, and I was just like, this is such a stark difference and I would really try not to get in my head about it and I was just like yeah bitch but your life is different and that's cool that's fine yeah um yeah you know yeah and that's the shitty thing about just that's the shitty thing about this like comparison you know comparing yourselves to people that you know you're related with um or you're related to, and you're just like, oh, they are this, I am this, or, and because they've done this, I must be, yeah. you know what I mean? Those are the, the stories that you, that you say in your mind, but really life is life, it's value and it's enjoyability and it's, um, life is, is kind of what, what we fucking make it. And everyone kind of goes to the ebbs yeah. and flows, right? And so am I ebbing or am I flowing? You're right ebbing. now. I'm ebbing. 
cosmetics. Okay. <laughs> thick or thin? Is it thin or ah. thick? No, bitch. I'm thick. thick. Well, actually, yeah, I'm thick. Actually, you know, I was looking at my reflect, my ass reflection in the shower today. I was like, yeah, damn. Like, okay, that thick body. And I was looking at yours from the ball. And I was like, who I, I like you. I like you with a yeah, little bit of meat on you. I like that layer. Yeah, I, I don't like look it. like an impoverished child from a third world country. I look like a like a woman. Um, someone yeah, it's real nice. Slow motion, and I was like, okay. <laughs> it's jiggling. The things that need to jiggle, the jiggle be jiggling. jiggling. Um, yeah, no, I don't hate it. Um, I was gonna say on the flip side of like you mom and dad having this sort of like um financial difference than me um that I was just like oh yeah like every time I go back home sometimes like I grapple with it a little bit and then I I just let it go and then I was like but I also know there's parts of my life that like the three of you are like well I fucking wish I had some of that you know what I mean yes so it really yes. is a trade-off <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. It's yes, absolutely. Because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. even when you're, I mean, you are me, I am you in the sense that I just want, there's so much of your life that I just, not even like what you do, but it's how you do it. And like your level of, you know, well, one, your, the freedom that you have, you've got no dependence. Yeah. It's amazing. You, you know, you get to live so freely and like the way you embody art like i just fucking oh i love it i love it i love it i love it, I love it. <laughs> and a lot of that too like it, like it speaks to like a very deep rooted like energy flow inside of me mm -hmm. you know what i mean and a lot of that too has to like um just come with a lot of sacrifice too like even past relationships mm -hmm. even like my probably my most stable relationship where I could see like a really great financial future with us and blah, 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 blah. But because I valued um, like my freedom and I wasn't willing to budge on that. Um, yeah. Like I had to eat it financially for a bit. Um, and then for me, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to make two incomes then. Um, Cause that's how my mm -hmm. brain works. And now I'm kind of like, well, yeah. you also deserve rest, Dre. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's hard like that that those two parts of you having to harmonize inside of you, my therapist was like, you know, instead of being at war with yourself, how about just like immersing those things? And, you know, she's like, because I can see you have sort of conflicting sides of you. And I was like, yeah, well, one is my inner child going nuts. And then there's me trying to like reparent constantly. But I was like, but there definitely needs to be um, like a marrying of these two sides of me that are, I can have both things, right? Like I can have success mm -hmm. and I can have stability and I can have adventure and I can have, you know, even like in the sorry, sort of like non-monogamous sense, like I've been non-monogamous um, up until really recently for like mm -hmm. three or four years because I value my freedom and I could totally understood that like, okay, if I give up monogamy and I put my very stable relationship on the line here, um, I'm risking blowing all of that up. But at the same time, I'm like, 
I don't know if I can live like this, you know, with this type of person and nothing was wrong with her. She's wonderful, but, um, you know, we are just very mm -hmm. different and, um, you know, I'm at a, in a very beginning phase with someone else, um, and being monogamous now. Um, but we both have so much similarity in like how we like to party and how we like to go out. And she's just like, her values are the same as mine. We're like, yeah, we want luxury, double income, no kids, like whatever, all that stuff. Mind you, I don't know if we're going to get mm -hmm. all there. We're trying to get through the first year first, but it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like wanting, it's wanting the freedom and wanting the stability, wanting the adventure and wanting to know that like, I'm still going to have money coming in next week. You know what I mean? Where sometimes I just throw caution to the wind and I just like blow everything up and being like, fuck it. Carnage on my life. I want freedom bull in a china shop after so much years of being like pent up, I guess, where I require just adventure um, and I require freedom. And then there's also the really real part of me that requires stability um, and a soft place to land. And it's, it's just basically all I'm trying to say is everything is a toss up, everything, um, something has to give somewhere and hopefully you'll be able to find a middle ground where maybe you'll be able to mm -hmm. satiate your adventure and still land on both feet when you fall kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. That is it. That's the secret of life is freedom and yeah. stability. Esther Perel is really good at that. Um, she, and I, what I really like about her is she talks about the human condition and how there's two polarizing parts. Mm -hmm. And those are the things we grapple with when we enter either too much adventure or too much stability. Um, so in terms of like sex and love, that has definitely been a thing for me. And I think that is the way that I have been free that the three of you have kind of coveted. And then I look at you guys being like, right, but staying with a partner for a long time also gets you financially far. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very so. true. Mm -hmm. um, I love Esther Perel. I love um, the, uh, that. Did I send you that book, The State of Affairs? No, I, I read Craig and I both read that book on a recommendation from another mm -hmm. married friend. And uh, she sent it to me and I was like, oh, shit, this is insane. And <clears throat> sent it to I sent it to him to walk, to listen to and it. I found it mm -hmm. fascinating because the book was all about how was essentially that is that, you know, the way that marriage, it, like the constitution of marriage does not fit our modern society anymore. People want stability. They want to, they choose their partner and they want to be with their partner. However, as an individual, they have different needs that maybe their partner can't, meet and and it's unfair to look at your partner and have them be everything they you know everything for your needs because they are an imperfect person and can't possibly meet all of those things and so the book is all about is all about stories of people that have blurred their lines of um what constitutional like coupling is and it's very very good um just because i wouldn't necessarily call it like polygamy even it's just that some like because people aren't necessarily out there having sex with other people but they are making their situation 
customized. And that's where we're at because marriage was for like for men to own women and land and identify their children. Like that's what marriage was for. And that's not what it is now. Now it's romance and, you know, wanting to build a life with somebody, but that doesn't necessarily have to fit the construct of a fucking thing. It's just outdated. I feel like, you know, it's outdated. It's so outdated. Um, uh, well, I think it's a really fun and great idea. And like the Disney princess in me, um, would really like a lot of those things, especially being in a new relationship. I have to really hone in my own fantasies and being like, one, do you even, how much of these thoughts are your own or just programming? Um, and two, like, just, mm-hmm. just stay in the moment of like, whatever is in front of you. You know what I mean? Cause you might not get it again with this person, mm-hmm. heaven forbid something happen. Right. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. That. And say you choose mm-hmm. to be with that person, you know, you choose to like walk this journey together yeah. and start, you know, merging your lives and doing things. It, the person that you fall in love with, is not the same person the next day. Like everybody is changing because of their experiences, be, let alone five years, let alone, fuck, it's been 15 years I've been with my yes. husband. I am a. You were 22 uh, when you met him. 22, so. Shit, I'll be 29, so 17 years. If your relationship was a person, it would be able to drive. It would be done <sighs> high school. Holy shit. Yes, we are coming up on 17 motherfucking years. Wow. Wow. The person that I was 22 years or 17 years ago and the person that he was 17 years ago is completely different. And in order, but if the, and I think... And I think this is where I would love people to start thinking of like um, challenging people to start, you know, looking out. Sure. If your construct works for you, like, fuck, go do your thing. You know, that's cool. Good for you. However, I think that we have come, you know, we've been taught like, oh, one in five, one in two marriages or one in three marriages are and in divorce. Maybe they don't need to end in divorce. Maybe people just need to like figure out. Yeah. Or maybe you need to figure out a situation that works for you because I bet you still love that person. I bet you still want to live that that person. However, you're constrained. You're constraining yourself. You're restricting yourself because of what you think coupling should be. And so make Make your your own rules rules up. up. Like it's fine. Um, The only thing that is scary is that if you don't have that model, you're just like, oh, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I think it's time that we all start making those models. Um, so there is like variance, I think, ow, in relationships. So I think that was like the hardest part about being queer and trying to navigate romance is I'm like, the only way I've seen it work is like in heteronormative ways, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And that's always why I say I'm queer. It's like, I'm really not heteronormative at all, like at all. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. I think I'll always be figuring it out, to be honest. Oh, that's the beautiful thing is to be always figuring it out. If you can stay curious, 
in your partner and in the way mm -hmm. that you partner, I think that's the most beautiful gift that you can give each other not instead like, of yeah, not becoming them for stagnant. having human feelings. Because yeah. I'm not the only person in the world. Mm -hmm. I know my ass is fat, my face is pretty, but I also know that there are billions of people on this earth and maybe in 10 years, you're gonna wanna taste something else. And I, I don't think that's wrong or crazy. Mm -hmm. I think that's normal and mm -hmm. human. You know, so mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just me. Um, it doesn't even mean that you have to act on it even, even just to have the space to talk about it in a non-confrontational, non-judgment zone, being like, yeah, I'm definitely having some feelings coming up. How much closer would you feel to your partner mm -hmm. if they're just like, oh man, I totally have that too. And you're like, damn, really? Okay, oh, yeah. great. You know, just to know that they're feeling yeah. the same thing. Well, absolutely. Any, I mean, even even just having that conversation last week with Craig, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hold you down." I'm like, "Okay, let's right. go to the bedroom right now." <laughs> right. It is. There is that sense of that is that that feeling. But yeah, I mean, to be able to say, "Hey, this is what is this is what's what's up," I think is yeah. A like my thing. kink is definitely being understood. <laughs> yeah, being listened to. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Curiosity. Doesn't kill the cat. Special <laughs> window. That was so fucking lame. That was lame. <laughs> so, Curiosity. What are you excited for this week? Um, well, it's Craig's birthday. Pew, 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 pew. And so we are... <laughs> Um, we are going to celebrate a couple of times. It's Father's Day, so don't worry. I'll hold right. that down for you over here. <laughs> We're going to have a um, barbecue. Uh, what else? Kids have playoffs for mm -hmm. their sports, and Cohen made his all-star baseball team, so yeah. it's really fucking cute. I know it's really cute. He was really happy. So just like a lot of momming, um, I'm planning a barbecue for uh, some kids in and their families mm -hmm. in the neighborhood because the kids are graduating elementary school, going to middle mm -hmm. school next year. So yeah, just a lot of suburban, suburban goodness, goodness, wholesome goodness. Wholesome goodness. Yeah, with a side of um, <laughs> ratchet. <laughs> It's always a little ratchet. Yeah. And also just like managing my mental illness, I would say, you know, just like riding through those like moments of like those flashes of anxiety that, that come up. It's like, oh, yeah, feeling for sure, it. for sure, for sure. Also, I just want this week to be over and this podcast episode to like be hidden. We're still going to upload it, but I'll just yeah. hide it. In the archives. <laughs> I know there's a lot of like, I'm yeah. still getting comfortable. Not really, but I'm just like, oh yeah, like people are really going to know my tea, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. that's the thing. That's what I, that, okay, wait. And thank you for joining us. See you next week. Okay. But like, that's recording. It's like, oh, <laughs> no, I just ended it. I'm still recording. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing? <laughs> It's like I start I'm starting to have like these. I'll be sitting there and just being I like, really said fuck. That. I really said that. And like, 
people are going to know the things. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? I mean, it is. It's fine. That's you who we are. I mean, I tell people anyways. anyways. <laughs> anyways. The way it is. Don't say you. We. Yeah. My whole my whole body is on the internet, dude. Um, are you going to ask me what I'm excited about? I know. Do you... Well, yeah, but, like, do you ever feel that way? Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I was afraid I was going to kick out of my school, uh, all kinds of things. Uh, I told my boss back in the day, I was like, listen, I don't know what I'm getting into with ballroom, but, like, my body is everywhere. So if you don't want to see it, just unfold yeah. me, because it's also, like, not stopping. I don't know. It's fine. I was like, okay. Yeah. Does she ever unstop, unfollow you? No. But also, like, culture had a big change <laughs> in the last five, seven years, right? So um, things are a bit more right. chill. Um, yeah. I'm like, well, can't scrub it from the internet. And luckily, there's so much ass on the internet mm -hmm. that I was like, I'm just going to be another bitch in the ass of fear. What about this? Like, the podcast, like, what we talked about? No. Do you feel not like... Really. No, not really. But it's also different because I'm not married. So I'm not talking about this one person. There can yeah. still be some anonymity to it. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever. I listen to other podcasts and they're so real about their life and I'm, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I guess we're yeah. respectful and shit. Oh. Okay. What are you excited about? I'm excited week? on checking in on you this week. 